Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of The Graveyard Shift. Today, I know you guys were all wondering who our guest star is, so obvious it's me, Jordan, and Natalia. <laughs> yes. But our guest star is, drumroll please, <laughs> Pauline Stanwood. Oh, Yay! Also known as George, my boyfriend's mother. Yay! 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 Pauline, how are you doing today? I am wonderful, thank you. Yes! (laughs) And do you want to tell everyone what you chose for our subject today? I chose witches. (gasps) (gasps) Hope you guys are ready. Oh, we're always ready for witches. Witches, yes. Yes. Heck yeah. All right, well, guests first. Oh. All right. Well, Ms. Pauline. First of all, I my I am one of four witches myself. <gasps> <laughs> so you're part witch. Are you- I believe I am part witch. Yes. Like Wicca witches? Wicca witches, yes. I think my sisters and I, if we put our our power together, we could have really done immense Damage. Damage. <laughs> Just immense. Just immense. Just wreaked havoc. Havoc. How did you discover this? Well, you know, um, just what we could do, especially with men. Oh, <gasps> do tell. Oh my gosh, do tell. George, plug your ears. <laughs> well, you know, we could make them do what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very yes. persuasive. But very persuasive with our sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So, and I think that's what witches do. That is what witches do. That is do. a core foundation of witchery, witchcraft. <laughs> For sure. Okay. What's your story on today? Well, I uh, looked into, um, so I'm from Dorchester. Mm-hmm. My sisters and I are mm-hmm. from Dorchester. So I started looking at, huh, what are the witches in Dorchester about? And uh, I found that there, before the Salem witch trials, there was a witch in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And, and she, Alice Lake, she was accused of practicing witchcraft. And she was a native of Dorchester, Mass., uh, she stunned the community by claiming that she saw an apparition in the form of her recently deceased infant. Oh. Yes. Um, as as word of Lake's claim spread, she was officially charged with being a witch, and a trial ensued, of course. Uh, the court delivered a guilty verdict, and she was set to the gallows. Mm-hmm. But an interesting thing about this is that um, there was this reverend that wrote um, about this, um, the moments of Alice's, you know, the last, mo- final moments of Alice. And uh, she, they were talking about her uh, witchery as sexuality hmm. and that she got pregnant by, in, you know, having an, an, uh, an affair with someone. And mm-hmm. it was the sexuality that made that everybody didn't understand, and then they claimed that she was a witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were really just trying to persecute her for being a sexual woman Absolutely. of That seems like the witchcraft. basis of most supernatural creatures. Like right? we were talking about vampires yeah. a few weeks ago. That felt like basically the same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's all about persecuting women for 
being humans. <laughs> but I do think that there is some, like, not that I think witchcraft falls hand in hand with sexuality, but I definitely think that witchcraft among women could be real. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, that's a huge theme in, like, vampires, like you said, and Vampires and, and a lot of lore were created by witches. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And it's all... I, there's always some subtext of sexuality and sexual promiscuous Cause how do people. How dare they, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fun, like, why is wizards like Harry Potter so, like, thought highly of? And then when you hear witches, you think evil, you know? Right. Like, they're the yeah. same thing, essentially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But ladies, they use their witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. Do that you think you're related to the Dorchester witch, or is <gasps> that just a fun story? No. Because my ancestry goes back to South America, so oh yeah, um, it could be some sort of okay. There's maybe still in spirit a connection there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little possession moment. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I was thinking more nice, like she was watching over you as a child, <laughs> that guiding too. you. That too. Maybe over possession, but yeah, I ended up works. in Dorchester, right? Yeah, for a reason. Yes, I believe exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about witches. Um, uh -huh. Some of our listeners may have heard this before, but only our longtime listeners. Um, so my grandma, as I mentioned to some people, is like super Catholic. Mm -hmm. And she went through a whole thing where her house was like having all these weird, like supernatural things going, like lights turning off and on, things falling over. She couldn't figure out what was going on. And my dad, who was like four at the time, had his little like fake magnetic desk where he can make words on and stuff. And she had a meeting with like all of the church at her house trying to figure out what was going on in her home. And as my grandma described it, my father loved Bob the Builder and he could not take his eyes off the screen when Bil Bob the Builder were on. So she made sure the meeting was during hours of Bob the Builder. <laughs> so my dad would not wander into this supernatural meeting. So my dad's in his room at like a really young age, can barely walk. He has a little Bob the Builder themed desk and he's watching Bob the Builder. My grandma and all these people are talking. They're like, how is this happening? What's going on? And my dad marches into the room and they're all like, what is he doing? Like he should be watching Bob the Builder. And he slams his desk on the floor in front of them. And they look at it and he's written in Magnix, three letters he couldn't write yet. He was like still literate and he wrote hex on the desk. What? And then after they all read it, he got up, left, went back to all the building, act like nothing ever happened. But they went through my grandma's house and they found a bunch of hexes, like witches' hexes, in the house. So they don't know who did it, but someone hexed her home. And once they burned all those hexes, it went back to normal. Wow. But they oh. do not know who did that to her. But your dad knew at a young age. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Maybe he has a little witch in him. Who Probably. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, should I tell my actual story next before? Or sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go so, Pauline, you said you were a Miller before, right? I am a Miller. Originally. <laughs> Originally a Miller. Four of us. There were four Miller girls. Mm. Whoa. While some of us probably think that Miller is a basic last name, and maybe it is, but <laughs> I am going to go into a story about a woman named Mary Worth also known as the Miller's Daughter. And as you know, a lot of people who came to America, their last name was changed whatever their job was. Mm -hmm. So probably changed to Mary Miller or her ancestors were changed to Mary Miller. Just a cool connection, mm -hmm. I thought. Mm -hmm. 
but I also um, was drinking too much before this podcast <laughs> and did not get a good look at my article. Not with me. Not with Pauline, for sure. No, absolutely not. I want it on the record that Pauline did not give me any drinks besides maybe a few <laughs> before this podcast. So, her name was Mary Worth. And a lot of people believed she was a witch back in the day simply because she... I'm reading this off an article. It's article by hauntedrooms.co.uk. I don't want to get any like copyright things because I may be reading it word for word for some points. <laughs> um, <laughs> as I said, I had some drinks not served by Pauline. So Mary yes. was a witch. <laughs> and people believe that because she lived in the forest and in an extremely small cabin and was known around the village for selling tinctures and herbal remedies and stuff and people were like very wary of her because um people thought she was weird because she had a religious partaking in wicca which is known as witchcraft um in that town some uh younger girls uh began going missing and they looked for them everywhere but they could not find them and people believed that Mary Worth had held them captive but they had no evidence to this you know other than the fact that she practiced Wicca so um, she denied all accusations obviously Um, but people also noticed that she began appearing more youthful as the more young girls started to disappear Hmm. fun fact so it continues with someone that people call the Miller's daughter so one night, this poor girl was captivated by a mysterious noise that apparently only she could hear. Like, her mom couldn't hear. Her family couldn't hear. Um, uh, her mom had a bad toothache, and she was using some of Mary's product that night. Um, and she was frightened, and she called for her husband to go and make sure her father, her not her father, her daughter was okay. Um, and so they were shouting at the daughter and was like, come back to us, come back to us. Because I guess they noticed that like some force was taking her. I don't know. This article mm-hmm. isn't very <laughs> in-depth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they got the help of a few townsfolk. And uh, they noticed there was a light at the edge of the woods. When they got closer, they noticed that Mary Worth was standing in a clearing next to a huge oak tree. She was holding a wand, pointing it at the miller's home, and it was almost glowing with an unnatural light. Um, so, so unfortunately for the villagers' missing children, when they got back home to the village um, and did a proper search of Mary's house, they did not find what they were looking for. Um, but they found rows and rows of unmarked graves. Uh, they couldn't confirm who any of the children were in them, but mm-hmm. they believe it was Mary Worth. Fun fact, Mary Worth is also known as Bloody Mary. No. So if you look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary no. three times, it is a well-known thing that she will appear to you. So a lot of people ask, how did Bloody Mary die? Well, um... A farmer loaded his bu- his gun with silver bullets um, and fired a shot that caught her in the hip. Um, so he got her and they said she set a curse upon the villagers and told them they ever dared to utter her name in a mirror she would be back for them. But that feels like <laughs> it was just for the gimmick of children. <laughs> that part of it. Yeah, but that's maybe it very specific. 
Hmm. Like if you say my name, th- like while she's dying, if you say my name three times in a mirror at night, <laughs> I'll come. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> so that was Mary's whole thing. Huh. Um, and this is once again a random website that has the urban legend of Bloody Mary. It could be wrong, but I'm choosing to trust it at this very moment. Yeah. Hmm. Did you guys ever do the Bloody Mary trick when you were a kid? I did. And what happened? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you have a candle lit and everything? Uh, um, yes, I did. Huh. I tried, and I didn't. It didn't work. It, yeah, mm. nothing. Whoa. But other things happened <gasps> after. Not then. You know, mm-hmm. you think about other things, right? And you know, when that, when you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, but then a day or two later. Oh, something happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, what happened in your home that makes you think it could have been Bloody Mary or supernatural things in general? Well, a bad thing, prob- mostly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I was always too afraid to do it. I was really afraid, too. I had some friends that went in the bathroom once, and they did it. And they were all like, oh, you were faking being, like, possessed or whatever. And they were all making funny tricks. I guess they saw something. They were like, that was totally you. And they are like, ah, no, that was totally you. And then we never got to the bottom of it. But I still wonder, was that real or did someone fake it? Yeah. Mm. I feel like the the Bloody Mary thing is fake. But I definitely think that, like, her ghost prevails somewhere. Or something that you're thinking in your psyche would bring it, you know? Yeah. You start to see things yes. that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Right. Yeah. Like in the, I don't know, I always think that like calling on bad spirits will always bring something, whether it's the spirit you asked for or not. Negative energy. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That's Keep why it I away. Around my Ouija board. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. No, that's why I, I was always so scared of it because my mom always told me specifically with the Ouija board stuff, like just don't welcome that sort of thing yeah. into your life. And I'm like... Yes, I won't. I'm scared of it. <laughs> so I just never. You see, I partook. I never believed in it. And then my friend had like a possession scare type of thing where. Oh, yeah. Um, I told Natalia about this once, but essentially she was watching some episode of a ghost show on her flight home to California. I forget where she was coming from. And they did some seance. Uh, and the seance was in Pasadena, California, which is kind of near where my friend lived. And she believes that they may have been flying over Pasadena at the time because they were pretty close to where she lived. That night when she went to bed, she heard a voice in her head start telling her to do things. And she was like, that's really weird. I'm going to ignore it and hope that that's nothing to worry about. And when she went to the bathroom, she could hear it like calculating where everything was around her. It was like, oh, the soap is right there. Oh, the shower is right there. Like it was making a map for itself. She's really freaked out. She went straight to bed and was like, I'm going to ignore this spirit. Um, And then when she lay down, closed her eyes, it kept being like, grab yourself, grab yourself, open your eyes, do anything. Like, I need to know where I am. And she was like, nope, not going to do this. And she heard a hard pounding from right next to her. Like, the wall behind her went bang, bang, bang. Really? Um, like, someone knocked on the wall. And she was, like, really upset and scared at this point. Uh, it got mad because she was like not listening to it and then she realized that she was like on her period needs to like take out her tampon or like something like that (laughs) so she was like shit I have to get back up and go to the bathroom because I'm not going to get toxic shock syndrome (laughs) but I will die from this ghost (laughs) Um, so she got up and she walked to the bathroom 
and she did her little thing and she went and she got in a squat and reached into her little cabinet to grab like her pad or whatever she was using to go to sleep and she felt something grab her hair like like a full like all of it probably fist like, of hair a from the back. and it just yanked her to the floor and she fell over oh, and really? she was so scared and she ran back to her room and like cried and was like curled up in a ball and she fell asleep eventually and then woke up and it was gone she's like okay whatever and she went to see her boyfriend a few weeks later um, and the same thing happened really I don't even think it was a few weeks I feel like it was a few days now that I think about it because she was telling him about it it was like this is so scary and he's like it's not gonna happen again but the same thing happened that night so when she went home she told her mom um, she called me before she ended up like doing anything about it because I was the only one who was like really into supernatural stuff as a kid so she was like this is the only person who's gonna believe me yeah and that was really weird because I had been having dreams all week that something had happened to Emma like that whole week leading up to that I was having dreams like she saw something or just something vaguely weird it wasn't fully like oh my gosh she died but it was like something's going on with Emma and she called me and told me that and as soon as she called me I looked directly at my Ouija board while on the phone with her and I threw it out the window. I was like, really? I feel like this is bringing bad juju into my home and I think this could have something to do with the connection that I've made to Emma. Not only am I like best friends with this girl like because we grew up together, but yeah. like I feel like just having a Ouija board or like a seance said But maybe, you. aren't you, like maybe you could be empathetic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. When you you have those feelings, you have that connection with somebody. That's been it as well. Yeah, I don't know, but I wasn't going to fuck around and find out by keeping that Ouija board in my home. So I threw it. <laughs> that right made it out even more window. intense. So I was like, I don't know. I felt something drawing See, me to the Ouija maybe board in your that moment. Part mm. witch. Your well, my woman. grandma had a lot of those feelings. Like, uh, all her life. That could have been it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, totally. I hope you have something to bring to the <clears throat> table, which wise, because me and Pauline seem to be <laughs> Wiccan. Well, <laughs> really. pers- I mean, on a personal level, I don't have too much. I mean, my mom was always very, I didn't grow up very religious at all. I'm technically Catholic, but we, we didn't really do any of the stuff. And um, But my mom was always spiritual in a way and was always into not paganism but just some of the practices of that you know she was I can see Jackie being like a medium or stuff from all oh the no, stories she's, she's told because the thing is like, she's she's always been very sensitive to yeah the energy around her and how things feel and she's always been the a person to walk into a room and say oh there's something not yep. great going on in here or oh this feels you know free of of anything um she <laughs> i think i've mentioned this before on the show but she notoriously um went to one of my best friends from home uh she, she was over with my dad um at their house for dinner and um <laughs> she had a little too much she, she was drinking <laughs> as, and, she should, as she should <laughs> and um they have an old, old farmhouse. It's like from the 1800s or something. And um, she went into one of their guest rooms or something. And she's like, oh, yes, there's a woman who lives in your house, specifically in this room. You know, she's 
there's nothing bad about her and she's she's happy and she's fine but there's a spirit in here and to this day my friend she still lives in that house um and when she's home and if she's ever home alone she asks me to come over and stay with her because <laughs> she lives right around the corner um so she's very sensitive to those sorts of things and she always i remember when i was younger she would buy me or she would give me these little books of spells um of just it was just like you know nature magic and that sort of thing and it wasn't anything bad or crazy or anything but um i think she's very in tuned with nature <laughs> in that way um no jackie's definitely something for sure oh yeah <laughs> no she cuz yeah i mean in our the house we live in now the house she lives in is I, again it's just another old really old farmhouse from the 1800s did um, she ever get to the bomb of thinking that that killer lived in their house before no we still haven't figured that out um she sent me something recently because the man who wrote the book about that specific unsolved murder um he's been doing tours around the hudson valley where i'm from um and he's like open to doing more so at one point in the future, we'll sit him down, talk to him, and ask him. Oh my God, we can have it, him as a guest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be great. That no, because be that's the thing. the The house from the picture that I found of that house that those murders happened in looks exactly. It's it happened in the town where my mom's house is. It's a small town, and it's the right era. And the picture looks exactly like my mom's house. So <laughs> that's still unsolved. But I promise unsolved as soon as I know. As soon as I know. Yes. Yes. It will be. We'll get down to the bottom of it. I promise. Well, what's the story that you've brought to us today? Well, I went on a more classical route, I think. I, I think I always at least in recent memory, have always ended up doing this. But one of my favorite books is The Odyssey by Homer. Um, so, you know, Greece choice. Okay, listen. You, don't knock it till you try it. It's so good. Um, and it's not boring. It's really interesting. Uh, <laughs> so I took a spin on that and decided to look into some of the witches in Greek mythology because... They're very into sorceresses and that yes, sort of thing. You know, of it's very fantastic. And um, so I looked at two sorceresses, Circe and Hecate. Um, I'll start with Hecate. She is the daughter of this titan called Perses um, and a nymph named Asteria. Um, her power is, you know, she has power over heaven, earth, and the sea so she you know people would pray to her for wealth and health in their daily life and to guide their loved ones to the afterlife or also because she's a sea witch sort of she yeah. you know if they were sailing somewhere or whatever it was um but she is the chief goddess that presided over magic and spells when it came to greek mythology um so her her big thing was she witnessed or it was said to have witnessed the abduction of Demeter's daughter Persephone to the underworld. Persephone, if you don't know, was taken by Hades and she 
the deal was that she spent some of the years, some of her life. Goddess of like spring or something, right? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so she had to spend part of her life with Hades in the underworld, um, but she would travel between the realms, right? Um, so since Hecate witnessed her abduction, um, she went down with torches to try and find Persephone. And then once she was made aware of the deal, she was like, okay, well, I'll be the person who shepherds her to and from Earth and the underworld. So um, Hades was very grateful that Hecate volunteered to do this. Um, so he gave her the privilege of being able to come and go from the underworld as she pleased, um, which was very, you know, that doesn't really happen. So it was a big deal. Um, uh, so because of that, she was known as sort of a dark witch, a dark presence, even though in, in, you know, all in all, she was guiding and nurturing and kind um she was known to have um animal companions like familiars which is a a theme that we see in witch culture these days or at least in my dnd character has an animal companion exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) so fun sorry i was so excited no it's that's exactly right because familiars as they're called in witch terms um, they're usually like previous humans who get turned into animals for some reason or another and then they sort of help out the witch that they are tethered to or um, are a companion to them um, so um, she was she was just known to be the protector of the oppressed and people who were sort of outside of the norm because that's how she was seen as well so she was a very fervent protector of those people so people were very afraid of her because of that mm. um and she was said to have be she she had some authority over the dead but because of her nature that she didn't she wasn't looking to control people or to um use people for her own benefit so she never exercised that power you know if, if someone had wronged her she could have raised an army of the dead but that's not what she was about so she didn't do that Mm -hmm. um and from her mother the nymph um she gained the power of prophecy and premonitions and telling the future um so people would often come to her for that or pray to her for that after the fact um and pagans and wiccans today still worship her um november 30th is her day it's her holiday her day of celebration um and people often celebrate that day by adopting a dog or a cat or adopting an animal from a shelter because um they believe that's what something she would have liked (laughs) which makes sense because she did something similar wait natalia Um, speaking of which when do you get your cat by the way oh yeah um august or september so right (gasps) when we move oh my Um, gosh yes i'm i'm going to be you know, uh, taking in a cat named Fluffy, <laughs> which is interesting because I have a stuffed animal named Fluffy and they do sort of look alike. Even Jordan, though, would argue that Fluffy is scary looking and ugly, but um, yes. I think that's mean. So <laughs> I'm trying to pull up video. But I, oh, God. Real quick. I think both Fluffies are really cute and cuddly. So 
Do you still have her on your TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna find it for Paulina. <laughs> so yes, I'm 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 taking in Fluffy as um an ode to oh. Hecate. <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I guess we're pulling up a video of Fluffy now. I just Googled Pauline. Pauline <laughs> is sitting next to me. Natalia is way too close. <laughs> I was so close, yet so far. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, we're, we're this is getting Fluffy the, reveal the moment. Fluffy picture. Pauline. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> that's kind of. That's a so little that's scary. <laughs> Look, that is a she's, little scary. She's just a little run down because I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, that's she's why. she's almost seven. She's turning seventeen this year, so yeah, all right. she's seen some things. I I like to show on Fluffy, but I will protect her with my life. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. I appreciate if it. She ever goes missing, <laughs> which she did that one time. But she went a, missing in our friend Caroline's time. house, who is normally the third. But it's oh, happy birthday, Caroline! If you're yes, listening. it is. Caroline's birthday. Um, but Happy birthday. Natalia <laughs> went to Caroline's house and she brought Fluffy. She brings Fluffy everywhere. And then mm-hmm. they came home from like going somewhere and Fluffy was missing. Yes. What? Yeah. She was nowhere oh. to be found. And so we searched the whole house. And then because it was sort of funny, Caroline looked in the trash. <laughs> and there Fluffy was. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had thrown Fluffy away like yep. trash. Yeah. Like Rash. Yes, so we had to give her a little spin in the washing machine. <laughs> but she's okay. She's good as new. She was already a little tattered. So. You're not going to do that to the cat. I'm no, not going to do that to the cat. Right? No. Jordan? If it gets lost, I promise gets dirty. I won't. No. Okay, okay good. Fluffy, the right. real, the, the, the human cat. Yeah. The human cat, Fluffy, <laughs> yeah. is really cute. And I would never yeah, do it. She too. is. Because I heard that you're kind of a little strange with children, too. (laughs) Polly, you can't just say strange with children and not laugh. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) whoa. Because that sounds so bad. Jordan, explain yourself. (laughs) She treats, well, from what my son said. (laughs) He said that you were talking to his, like, little cousin or something. Oh, what a good little... What a good look. Because how am I supposed to treat babies? It's crawling on the floor. It can't even speak. What am I supposed to act like that's human? That's not human. Oh so God. I pet it. Okay, big deal. I you pet, pet it, the child. And I told it she it was a good child. girl because it. <laughs> Jordan, it you can't do that. It looked cute in its little dress or whatever. You, and you're calling it, it like a puppy. First of all, <laughs> it looked cute. It was it's wearing not a dress. Old enough to know its gender, okay? <laughs> Good point. You're the bigot here. <laughs> Both of you are the bigots here. I'm sorry. All right, we've gone off course. Yeah. <laughs> so Jordan do- isn't good with children. <laughs> this is the moral Not of the yet. story. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Let's get back to there's, Natalia. There's some room for improvement. She's protecting your 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 aunt your little yeah. stuffed animal, right? So that's, that's true. a good thing, right? No, that's true. So so I have faith. She just has have faith. a little bit to learn. Yeah. I have faith but in my you, grandchildren. Good first of all, George wanted me to t- tell Natalia he said nerd after okay. she said she likes Odyssey. Okay, says Mr. D&D, <laughs> voices and all. Like, okay, George. Okay, George. And then Go Adil texted me as well saying, this is my favorite podcast. 
and I'm going to be upset when you get kicked off the air directly <laughs> off after this episode. Yes, unfortunately, you're getting canceled in more ways than one. <laughs> Last story better be good to tell it. It is. It we is. never can perform again. <laughs> it's good and it's a little anti-man, which is always fun. Ooh, yeah. um, <laughs> love that. Yeah. We love that theme on this show. So the second goddess, um, she was more, she, I mean, people... She was technically a nymph, um, but she was the daughter of Helios, the sun god. He was a big mm-hmm. deal, but obviously he had a lot of wives. And mm-hmm. one of his wives and Circe's mother was the ocean nymph Percy. Um, so nymphs are a lot less powerful than gods or uh, titans or whatever. They're more of the magical mm-hmm. creatures um, of Greek mythology. So Circe was another very powerful sorceress she was said to be the most powerful um she had other sisters and they were also sorceresses but they were significantly less powerful um her big thing was transmutation so by means of um different herbs and potions and incantations she was able to change humans into wolves lions pigs whatever she wanted really um so at some point and it might have been because she killed her husband that's neither here nor there of course. um <laughs> she was sent by her father to this island called a aea or aea or something of that <laughs> like that <laughs> um and um so she was living there just by herself it was sort of like an exile and she had a bunch of lion and lions and wolves, which were formerly men that she turned so that they would Ooh. guard her and protect her. So there were all sorts of ferocious animals on her island patrolling and just there to guard her and as companions. I like um, this goddess. Oh yeah. yeah. No, she's really cool. What was her name again? Cersei. Cersei. Oh, okay. And there is a book called Cersei by Madeline Miller. It's fiction, but it's really good, mm. and I mm. would recommend it. And I do have a copy if anyone wants to borrow it. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nerd. So, yeah, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> Fine, I'm a nerd. Sue me. Um, <laughs> so um, she's most well-known, at least to most people who have heard of her, um, for her cameo in the Odyssey. Um, because during Odysseus's Odyssey back to Troy, I mean back to Ithaca from the Battle of Troy, um, him and his crew they got stranded all sorts of ways, and one of the islands that they ended up on was Circe's Island, um, and they spent a year there. They didn't need to, but they did. Okay, mind you, it took Odysseus ten years to get back to Ithaca from Troy, yeah. and it's not that far. So, Wait, so the. Sorry, it's this stupid question. Yeah, go for Odysseus. it. Odysseus. Yes. Does he have anything to do with the book Odyssey? Yes. Well, okay. yeah. The, the the Odyssey, which is... So, like, was the Odyssey from wherever he came from to Troy? Yeah, because an Odyssey is like a, a journey. Okay, right? so... And then the name, the word Odyssey comes from Odysseus. So, this part you're talking about would have been like his post-credit scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, okay, no, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, So... Yeah, he ends up on Cersei's Island, him and his men. Um, they, His men start misbehaving a bit. They go into her house. They break into her house. She's not there. She's out in the woods doing something. I don't know what. Um, they break into her house. They eat all her food. They drink all her wine. 
and she's not having it because that's rude um so she turns them all into pigs um Hmm. and odysseus is like that's i don't like that those are my guys (laughs) turn them back um so while odysseus is marching to the woods trying to find cersei um hermes pops up because hermes and and Cersei were sort of friends, and he would just Hermes show up. Hermes is the one with the flying feet thing. Yes, right? okay. he was a little trickster. He was, you know, yeah. always had his fingers and everything. And so he pops up, and he's like, "Oh, here, Odysseus, I have this herb for you that'll help you convince Cersei to change your men back into humans." Um, and it's called Molly, or Mo- I mean, it's M-O- Molly. Molly, but only one L. <laughs> he gave them Molly. Yeah, Molly. so <laughs> yeah, Hermes gave Odysseus Molly, and then they rolled all after. <laughs> so yeah, he gives him Molly, um, and he gives it to Cersei, and eventually he's able to convince her. Okay, fine, I'll turn your guys back into men, and she does it, and everything is fine. Um, but they sort of fall into this affair, the two of them. And oh. Cersei seduces him and convinces him to stay with her for that whole year. That's the whole reason why they even stayed that long was because they were they had a little thing going on. Um, and eventually, you know, he had to leave. He had to, you know, he had a wife and a kid at home <laughs> who he'd already abandoned for nine years. So, or no. 19 years because the battle took 10 years and he was already gone trying to get back for nine years um so he's like you know what yeah maybe i should leave because i'm a good husband um who (laughs) but he eventually (laughs) (laughs) sorry i know yes (laughs) good guy he's just so faithful and such a good father um yeah no (laughs) But he actually ended up getting Cersei pregnant um, <gasps> with another child named Telegonus, which is um, kind of funny because his original son is named Telemachus. So that's really unoriginal with the names. Um, so he got her pregnant, then he left. Um, and that was the end of their interaction. She was really mad when he left. She, you know, she was, they're all alone. So she liked the company of all the people. Um but she was she was just she was a really interesting and well-respected goddess because yes she had a lot of power and she used that to her advantage but she was also very clever and smart and she knew how to trick people without using her power um so yeah that's some stories of cersei and she shows up in other um myths and other stories but that is her claim to fame is her interactions with Odysseus whoa yeah okay so you know she's just minding her own business on her island Mm -hmm. just doing her thing it's not her fault that's in randos in the odyssey yes yeah there's a whole it's books 10 through 12 oh Um, my gosh so chapters 10 through 12 okay (laughs) (laughs) maybe I may have taken a whole class that you know we talked <laughs> no, about these guards, you the think. Iliad the Odyssey of the two I recommend the Odyssey the Iliad's just a bunch of fighting over and over again for like 500 pages anyway yeah that's Cersei okay Cersei so. I do love like Greek gods it's and all so that interesting stuff. there's so much drama 
Yeah, like, like, I wish if Catholicism was anything like that, I would have gone into it like right away <laughs> when my parents yeah, right. Be me. a hard cold Christian right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. Give me some drama. Give me some accidental right. pregnancies. Exactly. <laughs> there. Are, yeah, because they have plenty of stories, but none of them are really. Yeah, racy, so it's you know? like Mary got impregnated by God. No, yeah. Mary was a little slut. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's not. <laughs> be so much more interesting Pauline I know you came in with multiple stories for witches did you have anything else you wanted to share or were you just really excited about this concept <laughs> I'm I was very excited about this concept but you know back in my day I was very you know well I wasn't very involved in Wiccan or anything <laughs> but I did date a uh, a gentleman who said he was a witch. Hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. And at that time, I was very uh, Christian. So I, you know, do no, this isn't right. When he started saying that, like, oh, what are you talking about? This doesn't seem right. But, um, but you know, as I got older and everything, then I started real, like, thinking about what he was, what he had said. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was kind of beautiful about the way the witches think about things. You know, they have the, um, you know, when summer comes, the solstice and mm-hmm. everything. I, I mean, I think that's beautiful, the take of all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes huh. when you think about all of it, it just... It, at a young age, you know. What happened with that relationship with the Wickham man? <clears throat> I had to break up with them. You did? Was I it did. Wiccan-related problems? Or was it other it was very Wiccan-related problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hate when that gets in the way. Oh. <laughs> Happens too much. I have a nickel for every time I had to break up with someone for Wiccan-related problems. <laughs> right? <laughs> No, this will not work. I cannot date a witch. <laughs> Do you think maybe he cast a spell on you to date him? I think he tried to. How long were you guys together for? Not long at all. Okay. It was only like maybe a couple months. Okay. okay. Yeah. But he tried. I could sense it. But see, yeah. me. You were too strong. Very strong. Oh. I, like, I, like I told you, I think there is a little bit of, you know, that sense like that sensing of it mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. So I'm stronger than that. I definitely believe that like some people are more like attuned to sensing spirits than others. And yeah. I can definitely see that. I agree. Hmm. Like as much as my grandma denies it because she's like Catholic or whatever, I think she's definitely more into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like a witchcraft thing it's just right be, mm. being a being sensitive to your surroundings in a, in a different way than you know just seeing things or and being things. open to other things other than like the ordinary yeah yes yeah. right mm-hmm. i don't well, know what's look, possible right seeing somebody in pain and you can feel that yes yeah you're gonna feel it yeah. right mm-hmm. that just makes you more in tune to that's a whole life. nother sense of like spirituality or exactly. something yeah, yeah. yes well, should we open up to calls now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, let me read the number out. Get your phones out. Get your dial. All of our three pads. listeners, get yes. your phones Ooh. out. Mom, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> the number is 
617-816-5752. I'll say it again. <laughs> 617-824-8852. So, yeah. That's <laughs> so, Adil and George, we know you're sitting in a bar, and if you don't call, <laughs> you don't love any of us, and that's yeah. a real hard hit because it's your girlfriend and your mom. And your mother. <laughs> and your best friend. <laughs> so I'll tell you one more time, um, in case anyone wasn't paying attention. <laughs> the number is six one seven eight two four eight eight five two. That's your last chance. No, I'll probably that say it again. That is your last chance. <laughs> <laughs> but until then. Yeah, in the um, meantime, what else do we have? Um, I feel like we have other supernatural stories. Pauline has never been do. here before. And while you have probably heard most of my supernatural stories, Natalia, I have not shared all of them with Pauline. No, so. go for it. <laughs> do you have sure. any supernatural stories, Pauline? Because I feel like... I don't, I'm sure I have a ton of them, but I just can't think of them off the top of my head right now okay i can i can share a few okay you know? yeah so i had a friend when i was younger uh, her name was caitlin and she really really believed in all the supernatural stuff i believed in it with her like full heartedly um she moved away in like the oh are we getting a call <gasps> we are call time call time oh my gosh oh my god hello hello Hello. How are you girls? Good. How are you? I am a I'm a huge fan. Long time listener, first time caller. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes, that's great. Uh, my name's uh My name's Joey and uh you know, I actually live down on Leonard Street. So I I've heard a lot about uh these Dorchester witches. Oh, hey. I told you they were all They're out terrifying. there. Wow. They're terrifying. Terrifying. Wow. Terrifying. That's some strong words. <laughs> Do you have any experiences with these Dorchester witches? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Anything you'd care to share? You see, they, they, they put a hex on me once back in 1967. 67? Yeah, Joey. <laughs> okay, Joey. <laughs> How, uh, I've never been able to tie my shoes right since. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> what did what did this witch do to you, Joey? I believe it uh, made it so that my pinkies didn't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. That seems like a personal problem that you can't tie your shoes oh, without it, your pinkies. It, it could be yeah, the muscular dystrophy. Will. That's what my doctor tells me. Muscular but, dystrophy. Okay. Um, is your uh, is your you longtime know. friend Esther with you, Joey? <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, I put, have no idea. What put you're Esther on. About. Give Esther the phone, Joey. Yeah, give Esther the phone. Who's Esther? Esther, the one sitting next to you. The one sitting next to you at the TAM right now. <laughs> How did you know I was at the TAM? Because witches. <laughs> what have you not witches. got? Oh, man, are you witches? Are you witches? Yes. Oh. Get out of here. Please don't curse me again. Don't call this number. Please. You called okay. them? Oh, Joey hung up on us. <laughs> Joey hung up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, George. I mean, Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey. Wow. Joey had 
quite the anecdote about Dorchester witches. Yeah, see, I are told you. Are we getting another call? Oh, we are. Oh <laughs> Maybe it's Esther. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Esther. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Um, Is this I my sister? <laughs> Who is this? And, um, oh. My name is Cecilia. <gasps> Cece! <laughs> Cece Perrin. Oh my gosh. Big fan, big fan. I'm currently working right now, but it's pretty dense, but I just decided that I was Oh wow. <laughs> Thank you for taking time off of work for us. You must be a really, really dedicated fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very dedicated. Do you have a witch-like experience? Um, no, I was just interested in um, boyfriend witness story. Oh yeah. That a I wick- was hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was uh, after this situation? Like what? Um, what? What was the? I think my question is, what was the? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> A little louder. What, what do you think the, what was the first time you found out that he was practicing? Oh, practicing? I think that's a question for Pauline. What, what was it? Oh, first time you found out your boyfriend was practicing Wicca, I think was the question. Um. Well, when I saw the tattoo, when I was kind of curious about <gasps> it, tattoo? there was a tattoo. What tattoo did he have? It was a big tattoo oh. on the back. And then, um, and I was curious and I asked and he said that I was a witch. I was, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. That's quite the way to find out. Yeah. And then I went on oh. one date and then I was like a very stout Catholic at that time and uh, I did not believe in that sorcery so I had to break up with him why did you see him shirtless was there ungodly things going on (laughs) premarital relations is that what we're hearing (laughs) live on the graveyard shift you heard it here first folks With both your children listening. <laughs> Thank you, Graveyard Chef. Yes. Well, thank you, Cece, for that question. That revealed quite a bit. Um, it did. It did. Yeah, yeah. I learned more than I ever needed to know. <laughs> We're so sorry. <laughs> love you, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, I love you, sweetheart. All right, bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, this is quite the episode <laughs> that was beautiful yeah. get the whole family in here <laughs> the whole bloodline going. <laughs> all, of the, all of the witches I'll just have to tell you something though yes. secretly she is part witch <gasps> oh yeah she is I little do Cece and Joey know they are part <laughs> Joey <laughs> What do you mean? Joey's like 100 years old. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, think, I think you mean George, who didn't call? Oh, George, who didn't call. Yeah, 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 yeah that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Joey was cursed back in 67. How can I forget? <laughs> well. Yeah, I wish Esther could have called, but it's fine. Oh, well. We'll hear from Esther after the show. <laughs> 
Anyway, if anyone else wants to call, feel free. But other than that, I think it is time for us to wrap up. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> one more call. One more call. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello? Hello, this is Esther. Esther! <laughs> Esther! No way. Hi, uh, hello. So, uh, the story I have today uh, admittedly could be just a bunch of BS because it was from middle school and involved one of our teachers. But so it said that the place that we went to middle school that Abigail Adams' cousin, I believe, was a witch and was involved with some like poopy stuff on the grounds where it is today. And eventually she was caught doing this and sort of tried and executed for this. But uh, according to legend, the, she was thrown down a well is the way they uh, you know, killed her. But she fell in a very unnatural sort of way. And Like she was pushed. She, yeah. And uh, I think just the way she landed, though, was like, it was very weird how she, I think she was like looking straight up back at them and just fell in a way that like, Physically, probably was not possible naturally. Oh. But, uh, yeah. And, um, allegedly, the third floor girls' bathroom in that place was very haunted. And the janitors report things like faucets being turned on, and I think even like screaming or something like that. And just mm-hmm. in general, that school had a lot of sort of weird things going off. I can't remember quite off the top of my head, but huh. yeah, that's about it. Mine. Wow. Wow. So you do have a witch experience. Okay, Esther. Yeah, of sorts. Wow. Well, you'll have to tell us more over at the TAM if you guys are still. Of course, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the story. Thanks for calling, Esther. Of course. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Well, we have. Esther is a deal. Esther is a deal. Secretly. <laughs> this is alias. This is alias. Sorry not to expose Esther's secret identity. Okay. 